Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Higher Battle Podcast. Happy Wednesday. I hope you're doing well. I hope this week has just been phenomenal. Today, we're going to talk about the sentence that's kind of been sticking in my head lately, and it is, God loved you even when you didn't love him back, or God loved you before you ever loved him back. So I heard this quote, this sentence, and for the life of me, I just cannot remember where it had to have been at like youth group or maybe a sermon I listened to or something like that. But since then, it has just really stuck with me. So I thought it would just be interesting to kind of dive through the thought process of this, um, what it means for us, and what it means with just how God created us with such a purpose even before we ever knew him and before we even knew we could have a relationship with him. And I don't want to say that I feel guilty because that's not the greatest thing to feel. But a lot of times I see quotes like this and it just really makes me reflect on just how I treat Jesus. So I guess we can kind of sit here and be like, how are we treating Jesus? Like for him to love us even before we could ever love him or uh, praise him or worship him or thank him for anything says a lot just about who he is. We know, we know Jesus. He's the best dude ever. Um, Yeah, he's our almighty God, perfect, love that dude. But it's like, wow, for us to not even hardly give him the time of day sometimes and, and his love never changes once. That's insane. But if you're new to the podcast, before I start rambling on about all of this, If you're new to the podcast, we have new episodes every Wednesday, and here we talk about Jesus and together walk through the highs and lows of living a life for God. So go ahead and join, subscribe, join our community. We're so, so happy you're here. And if you've been here for quite a while, go ahead and leave a review if you feel called to, because that helps us out a bunch, and then we can kind of know what you want to see. And it helps our ranking in the podcast so we can just have more and more lovely family members and our Christ-centered community can continue to grow. But we love you guys and let's get into it. Another thing that I'm very guilty of, and I'm sure a lot of you guys are too, is when we get into the spiral of, first of all, not understanding God's love for us or not believing that he does love us. Or we get into that spiral of like, God, I just don't feel your love. I know you say you love me, but I just don't believe it. I just kind of feel like that's a slap in the face to God. (laughs) Because he loves us unconditionally and in so many ways and his love is so whole. Yet we're still like, yeah, God, I just don't believe that you could love me that much. Or that you love me at all. So... I think a lot of times that's kind of a humbling moment and I think whenever you feel that that feeling creep up or you have any of that thought process, I think you need to really stop and be like, okay, God, I know this is not true. I know I need to believe your love and how much you love for me, how much you love me, even if I don't feel it. So I think that's when you need to stop in that moment and you need to spend time in the word or you need to do something in order to learn more about God's love. Because it's not helping anyone when you sit around or you quit your relationship with God because you don't think he loves you. Because we all know very clearly that he loves you. He created you. You have a purpose. He blesses you every single day. So that, without a doubt, Jesus loves you. 
I think we get caught up in that I don't feel God's love or we get caught up in our insecurities, our comparisons. We get caught up in our vulnerable, weak states and we think, oh, God doesn't love us. But the other thing, this is always my favorite thing about God. He is not an intrusive God. Like he wants to love you so much and I think his arms are always open. I've heard someone tell me that when we pray at night or whatever, whenever we pray, that's just us laying in God's arms and he's like holding us. And so he's not an intrusive God. His hands are always open. His arms are always open to embrace you, to give you strength, to love you. But if we don't want that love, if we're stuck in that mentality that, oh, God doesn't love me, like I don't feel his love and, and you just give up on it, then you're never going to feel it and you're never going to feel that wholeness from his love. And we also need to remember that God's love is not like our human love. So a lot of times with how people love us here, we can feel it and we can see it because of how people are here in the flesh with us. But we need to remember how whole and how many aspects God's love has. So I think it's a very toxic place for you to sit in when you think that God doesn't love you and you kind of just get in that spiral. And I don't want to just like, I don't want to offend anyone and be like, oh my gosh, you should never feel that. You don't have faith if you feel that because I felt that. But it's when we dwell in that and it's when we sit in that and just soak that negative feeling up that, oh God doesn't love me. That is when it is toxic and that's what you shouldn't do. So we need to remember this and we need to remember I don't know, maybe even write this quote out that I said in the beginning, that God loved you before you ever loved him back. That is a beautiful, amazing, and incredible love. And whenever you feel like yourself saying, God doesn't love me, well, remember that he loved you before you could, like, God wants nothing in return. He calls you to follow him. He calls you to love him. And when we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, there's obviously a higher calling and there's higher standards and expectations for us to live out a life that looks like Jesus or to love like Jesus. And we have this example, but also God loves you with no expectations. God loves you and wants nothing in return. And I just think we need to remember that God's love is not conditional. And so we need to stop putting it in our heads that Jesus's love is conditional. We also need to remember that when we sin, when we mess up, because we do that daily and we continue to ask for forgiveness and we continue to turn back to God, even when we maybe stray away, we need to remember that God never stopped loving you for a single instant. God's level of love for you has never once fluctuated, never once changed. God's love is the most constant thing in your life. I can tell you that right now. I know your life is up and down. My life is up and down all the time. But God's love is the only straight line. The highest measurement on a graph that is just constant and consistent. And you never once have to worry about that disappearing. Which that should give you hope. That should give you peace. Because it's like with a lot of our lives we sometimes feel like it's falling apart and we feel like we have nothing stable. We feel like it's going so fast. Nothing ever slows down. We don't have any consistency. Well, let me tell you the one consistent thing in your life right now, Jesus. 
Jesus' love is consistent. He continues to show up day in and day out. He never once will not show up for you. He continues to give you strength if you want it. He continues to heal you if you want it. He is consistent and he is there. You're the only one standing in your way between God and his love because you think that he doesn't love you or you are placing the labels that the world has for love on God's love. Do not compare God's love with the world's love because you're going to be disappointed and you're going to think falsely about God's love. Because if you had a box, like a tiny little jewelry box, that is the world's love or pe how people can love you here. And then you have like literally the earth sized, the universe sized box. Okay, there's literally absolutely no comparison and God's love never runs out. So I just... I don't even know what this episode is other than I just want you to know how absolutely loved you are. And I want that to be a freeing thing. That you don't have to come to Jesus perfectly. You don't have to memorize your prayers and write out scripts in order to talk to Jesus. You don't have to work really hard and do all of these amazing things in order to earn God's love because... God loves you. Since the day he created you, since the moment he knew you would be created, God loved you. How absolutely beautiful is that? Like, oh, just, I just got chills. Like, uh, talking about God's love is the most amazing thing ever. And I just don't want you guys to live a life where you put God's love in a box or you don't understand how healing how powerful, how full, how beautiful God's love is and, and that it's for you. And I don't want you to think like, oh, I've messed up way too much in my life. I've done way too many things that Jesus would not be proud of, so he's never loved me. Well, you know what? He loved you even when he knew you would make that mistake. Jesus loved you even when he knew you were a sinner. He loved you since absolutely day one and Jesus has come to wash that label away God does not look at you regardless of your past and say you're a sinner God looks at you and says child daughter son he loves you so 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 much I don't even know like do you want me to put it on a giant giant billboard I know I've probably seen a billboard that says Jesus loves you but like and it's the most commonly like quoted phrase Jesus loves you but I mean he he does I don't even know what else I can say to you guys I wish I could give like all of you one huge giant group hug if my arms were big enough and just continue to tell you every single day that God loves you and there's also a difference between you just believing that God loves you and you walking in that love you resting in that love because a lot of our faith and a lot of just our relationship with Jesus is very active and it's a lot more than just thinking that God loves you and so I want you just the first step I don't think you can fully soak up God's love and accept God's love if you haven't let go of the burdens that you are holding on to if you haven't let go of your sins of your past or your past in general Think about just holding a really heavy box. If you're holding up that box and you've been carrying that box, there's no way you can reach your hand out and pick something else up and put it on 
put it on your arms. It's too heavy. So in order for you to pick up God's love, in order to give God a hug, okay, you, you need to let that box drop or you need to hand that box over to God. How about you trade that box with God in order to receive his love? Okay, okay, here's a challenge for you guys. Something may be silly, but it'll be okay. Um, every time you feel weighed down by something that you, that's been a mistake, maybe you've messed up today, maybe you messed up like an hour ago, or your past, literally anything you're holding on to, every morning I want you to wake up, I want you to hold out your hands as if you're holding something, and I want you to be like, God, this is yours, okay? Because he wants you to release that to him, to surrender that to him, because you cannot carry that alone. He cannot work in you, he cannot heal you, he cannot love you properly if you are holding on to all this pack, this baggage, okay? Like, release your emotional baggage so that he can heal you, okay? And I'm not saying he stopped loving you or has ever stopped loving you because you're holding on to that emotional baggage, but you're gonna have a harder time receiving it if you're already holding on to all this stuff. So, I, I hope that all made sense. Moral of the story, Jesus loves you. He has never stopped loving you and he never will stop loving you. So, if you're going to remember anything from all of that that I just threw out to you, <laughs> Jesus loves you. Also, I love you. And reach out if you need anybody at all. Literally, I'd love to talk to you. I'd lo literally love it. So message me on any social media platform if you want. So I'm working on a community you can join. So far, I have a women's community planned out um, because, I don't know if you guys know this, but almost like 98% of my audience are female. So if you want a community that is mixed as well, I know I have a couple of guys that listen and I will do that as well but my priority right now is a community faith-based community for women so be on the lookout for that as well as some other exciting stuff for higher battle but I love you guys and I appreciate you guys and I hope you have the absolute best Wednesday and rest of your week you know what rest of your month ever and I will see I mean I will be with all your beautiful faces next Wednesday see ya Oh, 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 oh,